Game time. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. With the Bruce and the Yang. future people and you're again listening to getting tabled with your host captain socks it's yanks george yanks i've been we've been doing this for how long now yanks come on let's get it right now yeah but but it's a thing now and of course we got a, we, we got a bruce yes we do have a bruce and bruce has so the clip but the, the super glue cannot fix the microphone cable no yes apologies guys my audio is going to be a little bit ugh, this episode um my microphone has been failing which is why my two unboxings I had planned for this week have not happened, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so we're just making do with the webcam microphone for now. Again, apologies. It's not too terrible, but yeah, yeah there, there's a different uh, 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 quality difference there, Bruce. But but you still sit, you sound as good as you can sound. Pretty much. That's the only option I've got other than sitting here on the phone. <laughs> Alrighty, let's jump into some some of this stuff newly received or noteworthy information especially about recent or important events news yes Sorry. the first bit of news i've been super excited and waiting for yeah okay up zone is a pop-up terrain system literally a pop-up terrain system you open the book and the terrain pops up. Um, there's a couple of things we would need to talk about with this, though. Because news was, was was released two days ago when the creator of this discovered that someone has stolen the images from the Kickstarter, created a fake web page, and paid for Facebook advertisement to basically scam the Facebook community. It's all over Instagram, too, apparently. Um, Shocking. So, if you are interested in this, make sure you're following the links to the Kickstarter specifically. Any other links that you're going to, whether you're following links from us or other people, if you end up going to a website that's not Kickstarter, it's fake at this particular point in time. Um, this was actually started originally as a um, lockdown, a lockdown project. Um, yeah. You can literally build a six by four table out of this stuff. I'm so and and what I like about this stuff is essentially it's a hundred dollars a set for a six by four uh, board, which if you calculate up terrain and everything for a board, a hundred bucks is stupid cheap. The other thing I like about it, if if you can get in on the Kickstarter, uh, there's three levels of pledges. You can get one, two, or three zones for this terrain, but if you get the level to where you get all three, you essentially will get a fourth board as part of the Kickstarter campaign. Now, I, I unfortunately can't do much with this because of the time of year, but th this is for, for all the people listen, uh, interested in this. The Kickstarter has stated not all Kickstarter will, rewards will be available in the Pledge Manager. So some stuff on the Kickstarter, you can only get on the Kickstarter, not through the Pledge Manager. I hadn't actually yes. noticed that. That is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I'm not sure how I feel about that, but I guess because I don't know. Uh, trying to live up to the actual um, Kickstarter exclusive side of things, I suppose. I guess yeah. I can understand it from I... that point of view. 
But you lose money out of every dollar on Kickstarter. It would make more sense from a business point. So he's actually giving money up to, to do that, essentially. Yeah. So I will say this, though. As long as, if, if I could go back, you know, in the pledge manager say, yes, I want the third level for the three boards, and then the fourth board, if, if that's all I get is the fourth board, I will still be more than happy with that because, uh, da, 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 what is it, 290 for all three? So 290 for four game boards, essentially? Yep. Um, that's that's really cheap. Uh, the other thing that shocked me a little bit, too, and you, you were even, I think, impressed by this, too, Bruce, shipping to Australia is actually fairly reasonable on this. Like, insanely so. It's insanely reasonable, which is just, just, just doesn't happen. Uh, let me double check. 30. I remember being impressed, but I don't remember how much it was. 33 for the lowest so, level, 43 for the second, and 63 for all three for the, the third level. See, I mean, it's not the best I've seen, but that's this stuff is not going to be light. Like, it's, that's actually quite reasonable. Well, it's, it's going to be lighter than MDF, but it, I mean, it, it's still going to be a lot of uh, paper and uh, card. So, yeah. Yeah. And the nice thing is it's easy to store, too. I mean, because all you're going to do is fold up these things, put them in a maybe a, a plastic container just to keep them from not getting moisture uh, if you're in humid areas. But storing is going to be very, very easy compared to the other terrain that we have, as we're all accustomed to. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, look at over my shoulder here, Socks. I mean, yeah, look what exactly. I've got for terrain Yeah, stuff. I've got pretty much you the know? exact same thing with all my storage stuff. Most, but this stuff, you know, it, it, what was that, Bruce? Most of my terrain still not built. <laughs> yeah, this stuff, you open the box and you unfold it, it's built. And it'll store away like a normal board game. Yeah. So, um, also worth mentioning, uh, he funded in three hours and is currently sitting at 286000 of a $50,000 goal. With 18 days yeah. to go. That's about yeah. to like a little over a week. Yeah. So... Uh, I'd seen this probably about four or five months ago. I think I think you were still overseas, socks, yep. and I remember seeing this. I was just like, "Ooh, this is going to be something good." Mm. The art style on this is amazing too. I mean, the totally not a Necron pyramid is probably my favorite piece personally. Are you talking about the Obsidian Zone or just the uh, Ancient Zone? Obsidian Pyramid. Yeah, the one yeah. totally not a Necron. On green and black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one is pretty cool. It just, yeah, I mean, it's essentially just an art style version of the other one, but correct. just looks so much better. Yeah, and just the, yeah. even on the Kickstarter, it shows what six games just there that you could use it. But beyond that, you could use it for pretty much anything you you have in mind. Yeah, any anything that is what twenty eight millimeter essentially is going to work fine on this stuff. Yep. Yeah, which that's about what everything is is twenty eight millimeter. So yeah, uh, you probably. 40, 40 mil is probably where you'd get to the point of where things are getting obvious at that point. Um, Starting, 32, yeah. it's basically, I struggle to see a difference in 32 mil. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm really excited for this. I'm, I'm glad he got funded. I want to tip market because that could be a very easy, like, you know, here's a new thing you can go to your store and just buy. Yeah. Um, I, I can see this being a great thing for... Uh, TOs, stores in general, just like, oh yeah, here's our terrain, you know, check one out, you know, you damage it, here you go, you buy a new one, and we'll just put the new one on the shelf. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> um, next, is Bruce excited because uh, Blood Bowl, or no? Um, Bruce has mixed feelings. Um, 
Bruce has mixed feelings. Yes. So I guess that's a negative on Chaos Dwarf Resculpts then. Uh, yes, but there's a hope there. We'll come back to Chaos Dwarf in a minute. Um, okay, so pre-orders for the new version of Blood Bowl are out now. By the time this goes live to the public, they will be on shelves. Um, one thing I have to say, the new starter set is called, and I'm basically just stealing stealing this comment from Justin from Beast of War. It's called Second Season Edition. Why didn't they just call it Second Season or Season Two? It just it's a really stupid name. Um, yeah, th there's just like there's an extra word, whether it's edition or season. Yeah, they having both is dumb. So, uh, my are you wrong, socks? No, I have to agree. It's some kind of funny wordplay that they're trying to. I mean, they're trying to say that it's the second season, as in the next season of the, of the football game season. Yeah. But then they have addition at the end, so it's it's very odd. I have to agree. Yeah. So the only thing I'm concerned about is, one, do my dwarf dice still work? And two, does my dwarf team still work? If not, I really don't care. Um, no, they do. <laughs> okay. So this is, this is where the things get interesting. All of the existing teams still work. However, your rules are going to change, and you will need a copy of the new rule book to get the new rules. So... Yeah, I know. Um, it's basically like Blood Bowl used to be originally, where they come out with a new edition. Everybody gets new rules. Um, right, but, but I'm saying my my set of actual dwarf Blood Bowl dice are still good. I have never known them to change the dice in this game, so I'd be very surprised. Exactly. That's it. as long as as long as what I've got, I can still use. Cool. Yeah, they're they're talking about team tiers again. Uh, they kind of make this big thing about how it's not about bragging rights, which I just look at and roll my eyes because this is totally about bragging rights. Um, th this is their attempt to explain about how some teams are more difficult than others. So Tier 1 is occupied by the strongest and most forgiving of teams, those that can easily recover from mistakes and mishaps. So this is your Lizardmen and your Dwarves and so on and so forth. Um... Tier 2 consists oh, of those teams that often require a bit more experience on the part of the coach to excel. Uh, they're highly competitive teams, but offer a but often a small mistake can prove costly. Um, those are the example they give here is the Chaos Chosen. Tier 3 are otherwise known as stunty teams. Uh, it's home to the most difficult teams to master. No shocks about the halflings being there. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to be surprised about the goblins being there. Um, they're often uh, they're often victim to a hard time by the bigger and tougher players. Uh, they can still perform well in the hands of an experienced coach. I don't think this is the first time they've openly talked about it, but I don't remember this being in the rules before. I mean, halflings, for example, have always been known to be a very difficult team to play with, but they're also a team that can pull off some amazing things if you know how to do it. Um, right, don't they have like a treant that can actually just throw the ball carrier? Pretty much, yeah. Um, these tiers have no effect beyond bragging rights. Oh, no, sorry, I read that wrong. It is about bragging rights. I'm thinking, yes, it is. It's totally about bragging rights. Um, and yeah, then they talk about the updated rosters. Um, so, for example, you mentioned dwarves. So, a dwarf block alignment is 70,000. Um, MA is movement, right? Uh... I'm trying to remember what the things are. MA is 4, strength yeah, is yes. 3, agility yeah, is 4 plus. I don't remember what PA is. Uh, passing according to JP. Passing. Okay, yeah, 5 plus, uh, AV 10 plus. 
they come with block, tackle. I don't think that's actually changed much. It might have done a little bit. Um, but your particular rules are actually straight there on the website. Uh, they talk a little bit about um, star players, which doesn't seem to have changed much. And then, oldies but goodies. They do talk about the Chaos Dwarves by showing off the god-awful sculpts from the original game. Sorry, I know that there's fans of them, but I hate these sculpts. I think they're ugly. I think they were always ugly. I know I'm in the minority here. Um, the, the, the Chaos Dwarf Blood Bowl team is horrible to look at. Um, but you can actually download the Legacy rosters for free. So that gives me hope because maybe they're putting it there. The fact that they're giving these rules out for free kind of makes me think that they're probably not going to redo them. Because if they were going to redo them, why would they give the rules out for free? But at the same time, they're still in the game, so I could buy third-party stuff if I want to. Um, it's not what I, it's not the way I want to do it, but because what I really need is another game to play that I'm never going to play. No, you know that, that is exactly what you need. Also, while you're at it, Bruce, get yourself like a, a big old nail and drive it through your foot so you have a hole in your foot too. That sounds fun. <laughs> um. For those that are interested in pre-ordering, if you pre-order... So one second, one second here, Bruce. Uh, so JP, he's he listens in when, whenever he can. He said third-party teams are better than the official teams anyways. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you with Dwarves. I don't think th- th- those are the epitome. I, I, unless, unless you can show me proof, I'm, I'm going to say you can't get better than the Dwarves that GW puts out for the Dwarf team. Uh, there is a company that makes a Dwarf team that has a roller that's literally a motorbike. I've got the Forge World one, so yeah. But is the Forge World one a motorbike? No, it's a giant uh, 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 combine harvester. I I, 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 therefore leave my point at that. It's not a motorbike. <laughs> uh, if you pre-order the new box set, uh, you get a Steam code so that you can play the closed beta of Blood Bowl Three. Yeah, Blood Bowl Three is coming out. I didn't even know that was happening. I mean, it doesn't surprise me, but I'm not actually sure if that told us that until now. Uh, next, kind of in the same realm of Blood Bowl, uh, TT Combat has released a teaser for Rumble Slam Booster Tuesday. Yeah. Oh. So these are both expansions for the original two teams. Uh, so the original human team, uh, has five new guys coming, including a character that's a kid that looks like he's wearing underpants on his head. That's totally underpants on his head. Um, apparently... The description of this guy, this might be my new favorite character, just because of how silly it is. And of course, there's a kid? Oh yeah, that's the lucky winner. He won a contest to appear in the ring with his heroes. He's not very good, but you can't hit a kid, right? So he's (laughs) terrible, but you're not going to be allowed to hit the guy. I kind of love the sound of this. (laughs) Um, Yeah, they're all alternate ideas. There's, uh, There's a high flyer. There's a charging blocker, which is this, for those watching the video, is this guy here. Uh, there's a new ogre. The ogre flattener is extremely heavy. Uh, all the better to, all the better for pitting you, because the new version of the rules actually allows you to pin people. Uh, and I believe that guy, yeah, that guy's a martial artist. Uh, on can, can, the can we, side... Can we, well, I was going to say, can we move on real quick and talk about the mushroom guys real quick? Because giant mushrooms. Giant mushrooms. A guy that's dealing giant mushrooms in the middle of a ring. Um, Totally not an allegory for steroids. Definitely not an allegory for steroids. Uh, I love the fact that one of these ogres has a mushroom growing out of its head that's then flexing its muscles. There's nothing about that that's not cool. 
Well, then you got that giant ogre-looking one with a mushroom growing out of his head that's then flexing his muscles. Yeah, that's the one I made, yeah. Okay. It's just brilliant. Yeah, they look like real fun guys. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't kick me off the show. Okay. Um, we've got Scrap Hag, that's right, Scrap Heap and Puggy, which is a guy that seems to be throwing around his friend. And Porcelain, which is totally not China. Definitely not China, but it's totally China. Um, yeah, considering some career choices, but yeah, um, so the, the, this is probably one of the best photos I've seen of the game with the board and everything. And God, that looks really good. Yeah. It, it represents, I mean, it's very clearly wrestling. Um, it doesn't take much to see that that's what you're looking at. Um, I mean, it's very much, look, it, it's, it's a blood bowl feeling game, but with wrestling and I'm sorry, what? What sport entertainment type thing lends itself more to games than wrestling does? It's like uh, it was created for it. That's why there's so many good video games. There's also really a lot of really bad ones, but that's another story. Boy, I'm trying to think. Um... The UFC would be another one that lends itself naturally because it's just basically a fighting game. Box. Uh, 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 oh, what's that board game where you know you shift your car and you have to like downshift and you roll different kind of dice? Or... Formula D. Yeah. Oh, I've got that. That's great. That is a fun game. I have got five of the boards myself. I still only have the base game. My kids love. I don't game. even have it. I have. I have only played it once. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's in that same realm of the whole the theatrical aspect of it. Yeah. Um, are you a fan of Christmas stuff? Uh, not until after Thanksgiving. Well, too bad. <laughs> uh, Infinity are releasing a limited edition Fat One One, uh, which is the character dressed up as Santa Claus on a motorbike. Um, he's speeding through the snow. He's dropped half of his parcels, and it comes with Christmas socks for some reason. I, I don't quite know why it comes with Christmas. Because why not? I suppose. Um, Sounds like something Captain Socks needs to get. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> is that a is that a hint there, uh, Bruce? <laughs> That was George that said that. <laughs> no. No, I'm just coming because I thought, I thought this was fine, and I am trying to cover a, bit, a, a little bit more Infinity stuff. Um, um, so this is this is another alternate sculpt for that character. Um, th there's another one. I'm pretty sure this is the same character that they created an alternate sculpt of him eating some noodles at some point. Um, I could be slightly wrong on that, though. Just, as I said, a little bit of fun. Uh, next, Printable Scenery are back on Kickstarter with a Shadow Fae Kickstarter. And this is just, again, really gorgeous looking scenery. Modular stacking ruins? Yeah. I mean, they're obviously saying that it's Shadow Fe uh, like Shadow Fell for people that do play D&D. But this is pretty universal, really. Um, it's just ruins. You also get giants, potentially, if you pledge in the right thing. Samson and Jubjub. Jubjub. Yeah, Jubjub. Is, isn't that who the uh, Ewoks were singing about? Um, sure. Um, I quite like the Hermit's <laughs> Tower, because it almost looks like a regular tower until you start pulling it apart. Yeah. Because right. some of this stuff you could just have as a building, and if you want it to be a ruin, you just kind of pull it apart. Yeah, it is pretty cool that you can stack them on top of each other, have a couple of pieces I'm... of ruined terrain. Yeah. 
Um, well, and so so check this out. I, I just had this thought, and this would be good for you, Bruce, since you're the one with the 3D printer for right now. Yeah. So the Hermit Star, right? You print the base, and you can't print the second level till you get the first level painted. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Like, oh, like the, the squatter townhouse. There's four levels. You got to get each level painted before you move to the next level and print that one, Bruce. I hate you so much. <laughs> it is a very it is a very clever idea Be, because it's a great idea or because there's no way you'll do it because you'll just print everything off all at once so you can just you know have the tower as it is <laughs> if it was me i would be painting most of this with an airbrush and just dry brushing it uh i would not be putting i would not be putting award-winning time into painting this stuff because you don't need to do that for it to look good it's terrain at the end of the day the focus should be on your minis not your terrain um my favorite thing on this is probably the wizard tower, closely followed by the corpse giant. Because oh my god, it's a giant! It's a giant made out of corpses, literally. Ooh, I must I must need to scroll further. I haven't seen the wizard tower yet. Ooh, I like the shadow gate. Yeah, the shadow gate's quite good too. Where is where is wizard tower? Just past the impaled skeletons. Ooh, the haunted windmill looks great. The shadow throne. I should have kept scrolling. There's so much more to scroll down to. I think you've actually gone past what I was looking at. Yeah, I did. you say Wizard's Tower or the Hermit's Tower? Hermit's Tower is what I was talking about. But if you, oh, you said I heard you Wizard's said Wizard's Tower, Tower. Or at least that's what I heard too. Yeah, I was just like, "What Wizard's Tower?" Well, Where? I'm sorry. Okay. It's a it's a Wizard's Tower. We all know it's a Wizard's Tower. They're just not calling it that. Um, the Shadow Gate, the Corpse Giant's right next to it. Yeah, yeah. The, the Shadow Gate, I think, looks pretty cool. Yeah, that, that can be used in any game, right there. Yeah, very much so. Um, because these things, it doesn't even have to be magical. It's just a, it's a ruined entrance to a tower that's clearly not standing anymore. Or a gate to another dimension. Yep. Now, George, Jason, are you two edgelords, or do you like playing with characters that are edgelords in 40k? Because if so, you need some metal bullet dice. What? Yeah. Well, I'm not making this up. Somebody is making metal dice that are shaped like bullets. Well, shaped-ish like bullets. It even comes in a case that looks like it's supposed to go into a... I know. It's just so stupid. <laughs> it's kind of why I like it, though, because it's so stupid. Uh, the, the phrase you're looking for is a revolver speed loader. Thank you. Yes. And just trying to roll these... I mean, you, you definitely have to just roll them, because that's all you're going to be able to do to just... So... Oh, well, yeah, that's kind of the point. Oh, these so guys are Australian. Like... I didn't even know that. I clearly looked at this How's... very closely. How is it Australian? You guys don't even have bullets to look at to model them after. Movies exist. Not everything in Hollywood's real. Bullets are real. I've seen them in person. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my my issue with this is I don't like dice that roll. All dice roll, George. No, no, no. I'm talking like... Physical I know what you mean. I'm deliberately taking it out of context. Oh, okay. You okay. don't like the... I... You, don't, you prefer the blocky ones, not the thin ones that you roll that way. Yeah, I. So I prefer more of the you know. There's the three dimensional aspect, not you know a one dimensional kind of kind of aspect. Yeah. So um, they do look cool. Um, oh, can you see why I said edge lord though? Because I just like I said, I mean, it's really dumb. But the fact that it's dumb is why I like it. And I'm not calling it dumb because I'm having a go at these guys. I do think this is gonna. Well, it's already going well. I already funded. Yeah. It's, it's funded and then some. Um, yeah. And everybody uh, likes real quick, unique dice. Hive Mind, uh, Shadowrun. That was D6 based game, right? I think so. 
Yeah, I think yes. so too. Yes, these, it is. These would be perfect for that. Because, I mean, come on, bullet dice for Shadowrun? George, are you a casino dice person? No, I'm not that. Uh, uh, no. That was JP asking. Yeah, no. Um, so I, I, I think what would be really cool, um, the, uh, oh, I can't think of the word. Um, World of Darkness, Vampire Masquerade, uh, uh, Mage, Werewolf, you know, all, all that, that role-playing system. Yeah. Do these in D10s for that, for that, uh, game system. That works. Yeah, that, that actually I does think, work. I think that would be really cool. Be like, oh, I'm shooting at a Woolworth. Let me get my silver bullet dice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, if you want some unique dice... Um, if it's a game that plays with D6s, otherwise you're kind of screwed, this might be up your alley. Uh, it's very much, it, it's very unique. It's not the first time I've seen weapons dice, but it's the first time I've seen bullet dice. Um, next, we've got some more Marvel stuff. So we've recently had the X-Men released, uh, where you had a look at the pictures for those a couple of episodes ago. This is the Inhumans. They are coming early next year. There are no releases for 2020. Um, are they human? Depends on who you're asking. They would say no. Okay. Uh, technically, I think they are. Technically. Uh, um, but I'm pretty sure they find that an insult. I, I, I don't know the Inhumans that well. So the first thing I'm going to comment on, the, the big dog mini. Yes. Good boy. Living with several large dogs myself, I love the fact that there is a huge slinger coming off of his tongue. <laughs> yeah. Because those slingers are the grossiest, stickiest, sometimes smelliest things that will come off a dog's mouth. I have been I corrected. Have Inhumans is apparently a derogatory term for them. So it's the other way around. Uh, yeah, the, the dog is actually probably my favorite here. Medusa in her hair does look really good, but I think the dog is my favourite. Um, Black Bolt also looks good. So, for those that are not familiar with Black Bolt, Black Bolt has a suit. Black Bolt will never talk, because if he talks, a whisper will be enough to almost kill you. Uh, a whisper will kill a normal person. Uh, Black Bolt's one of the only people that Hulk has almost never defeated in combat. Um, that changed semi-recently um and that was only because he was extremely pissed off i'm not familiar who, with who this word water person is uh i know it's a, but i don't know what their name is they control water Liquid and fire and, yeah i just well she controls fire too i just don't know what her name is i know medusa i know black bolt because they're big characters in the mythos uh i can't think of the doggy's name but he's awesome he's always been awesome and because he's a good boy he is the best of boys in Wild West Exodus, uh, there is a legendary Morgan Earp coming out. Now, I'm Who's quite... totally not uh, Wyatt Earp. Well, so that's the thing that I found interesting, because Wyatt Earp, I'm... this usually takes historical people from, the, from that era in time and does a what-if scenario with them. Uh, yeah. It's White's brother. That's, yeah, it's White's that's brother. actually about what I was about to ask, is I'm not I'm familiar with who's Morgan. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure Wyatt Earp is actually in the game somewhere. Uh, oh. This is very, very steampunky. He has his own droid. I don't know specifically why he has his own droid, but it is kind of cool. Uh, out of pure curiosity, if I do a search, am I right on Wyatt Earp being a character? I am right on Wyatt Earp being a character. 
I know that you guys can't see this, but for people following the, the video of it, there's wider. Isn't that interesting? I'll share the link with you. This is an older mini. As I said, I knew that he was a character, but... Oh, hey, yeah. There's a legendary... Steampunk as well. So legendary minis are like a leveled-up version of the character. Um, he comes in... Not that box. It must be the other one. He does come in one of the boxes, though. I think it's the Armored Justice box. Nope, it's not that one either. I don't know. He comes in one of them. Um, but there will be a, a regular a regular version of this mini as well. Just uh, absolutely. That, that just after seeing the the Morgan and the, the the Wyatt Earps, I'm just like, ooh, this game looks just so cool. I don't need another game. So Wild West <laughs> Exodus is a what if scenario. Basically, there was an alien ship that crash landed on this planet that had secretly, like that alien race had been kind of manipulating Earth for quite some time because they want to build us into this race that can eventually join them in their fight against this evil creature that is not actually that evil. Um, depends on your point of view. Um, and we've found a substance within the ship that we've then used uh, to further our technology, hence the... Because you can't have space punk without it coming from some non-earthly thing. Um, it's just... It's a trope for some reason. Uh, so it's Wild West Exodus, steampunk... The game itself is really, really good. But at the last point of our um, news, we have Stars of Akarios. Did I say that right, Captain Socks? I think you did. It's not in the uh, the new, the run sheet, George. Or is it? I didn't see it. No, I forgot to add yeah. it. Yeah. The, George, he gave this to me like five minutes before we started. So this is a dungeon crawler in space. Ooh. Yeah. Pretty much I like the sound of this already. Gloomhaven type, but doing, dealing with ships in space. Oh, those look pretty cool. So yeah. Funded the pre-order stage right now. Oh, I think I saw this pop up on... Uh, Apparently it's been all over Facebook, Facebook yeah. yeah. On Facebook, too. And that's kind of where I pulled it up from. So yeah, I've seen this pop up on my feed. I didn't... I, I'm trying to ignore things that come up on my Facebook feed because it makes me cry. Um, we have not covered this before so the, the kickstarter on this is long and truly overdue as captain sock said this is um in the pre-order stage um it's your final chance to get this with the kickstarter exclusives and stuff um can be so can be up to four players gorgeous. so that's kind of nice how they yeah. can do it solo but also have a group of players as well they said the campaign runs about 50 hours which isn't bad for a game like this yeah that's that's insane. Um, I kind of I like the fact that it's a dungeon crawler that's thinking outside of the box too, because yeah, dungeon crawlers are always they're always essentially just a different version of Warhammer Quest or Hero Quest or whatever. Like it's essentially like nine times out of ten, it's just taking that and making their own version. This feels completely different. Yeah, I don't know how it plays. Obviously, this is another game using game trays apparently, which is the um, organization thing that we got in sfb yep the sculpts in this is amazing yeah the ones that look like they have the big solar like collection around the front the ronins yeah i was just looking at those it's got an app i wonder if that means that you have to use the app i don't know how it I describes feel, itself as a companion to the campaign so hopefully that means you don't have to use it I don't know. So, actually, I have a game that has a companion app to go with the game. It's called U-Boot. Um, yeah. Have you heard of that one? New. 
Uh, so I'll, I'll find it, but you're pretty much a German submarine crew in World War II, and it's got a companion app that goes along with the storyline. So you almost need that for this game. So I don't know what this, the companion app would be like for Stars of Akrios, um, but the companion app in U-Boot, you're, you're pretty much up to four players, and each player is a set of crew. So I could be the captain, George could be the first officer, you could be the chief engineer, and JP could be the uh, the navigator or whatnot. And so we each have our own little team of, of sailors that we're using. And then this companion <laughs> plays along the storyline of whatever mission you're doing. So whether you have to go and fix your, your submarine on some repairs or you find a, a, an escort that you got to go uh, destroy. So I don't know if the companion app would be similar to that here in Stars of Akros, but it'd be interesting to, to fully understand. For those following the video recording, I'd like to apologize because me looking at the chat for the last 20 minutes means that nobody's cams have been showing up. <laughs> Good job. Yep. The problem with doing something in the background is you forget that it's there. Okay. So, unless anybody else has anything else, I think that's the news for now. Yes, it is all your I, fault, JP. I don't have an aiming for the end of this episode, but shall we go into hobby time? Um, let's shall. Dream, blue, prime, paint. All right. Now, um... What have you been up to, George? Oh, goody, it did work. Um, I have not been doing much of late. It's okay, George. Just keep on going. Really, guys? <laughs> Again? Happy birthday, George. Uh, Thunder Boy. I'm going to mail him something terrible. Um, <laughs> so in the... It. So, for those of you who can't see right now, <laughs> George is opening up. This is, what, the second year we've done this, Bruce? Uh, is that why you spent so much time making the camera look? No. I mean, most at least the second time. I think it's the third, but it's only this because the first one happened on the Hot LZ. That's right. That's right. No, the, the first one happened um, at, at my local gaming store. Yeah, no. Ooh, did I get a coffee mug? Open yeah, I did. <laughs> I have a mouse pad. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Someone's getting. Oh, I'm gonna hurt people. You guys are terrible. All I can say is the, is the person that picked that T-shirt out. Why did you that guy looks more like a... All I can say is oh the person God. that picked that t-shirt out did it because they knew you'd like it. Smell it. Can I smell? These are actual, like, candy crayons. I'm never laying it go. Did you see the mug? I'm getting there. <laughs> can I see? All right, who's responsible for this, this shenanigans? Can I see? Everybody in the room. And of course, Thunderboy. <laughs> Thunderboy. And Casey. And us. And yes. Happy birthday, Dad. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> Don't act so awkward about it, child. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I now have a coffee mug that's awesome, though. And a shirt. Did you read all of it? No, I didn't read all of it. Because it says that protect the crayons. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, the menu is... Jeez, oh, really? <laughs> Casey! Right, she got hear me. Didn't, 
didn't you find this shirt and like it or something? Elmer's glue sauce. Y'all are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I had to share how excited you were about the MR just because of that. Alrighty, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this into work if I ever go back into work. I thought it was appropriate either place. Well, I don't really need a mouse pad here. For this. I know. You well, you've got one. So I have to use it. I I do like the crayons though. And they kind of stick with the theme because they're Mexican crayons, and so it's out of U.S. So you know to go with the Netherlands crayons. Can I see what's that? That's it. That's all of it. Well, thank you, you game terrible, over. horrible. Oh, you're so welcome, my friend. Said game over. Sam, look. All right. Look what have you been up to, Captain Stubbs? Hang on. Bruce? What have you been up to, hobby-wise? Oh, actually, uh, went into, uh, got my uh, AAT kink for my droid army built for Legion. Uh, yeah. Base coated it, base bone white, and then I took it over to my buddy's house uh, last night. Yeah, last night. And uh, airbrushed it with uh, skeleton horde to give it that nice golden brown color that you, that we see on uh, Battle of Naboo. Oh, nice, nice. So he showed me how to airbrush. It was the first time I actually airbrushed, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I've already been looking at airbrushes. Uh, Good boy. Yeah, finally. After how many years of uh, miniature painting by brush, I'm, I'm like, I need to get into it after last. I'll I can understand why people are reluctant to pick it up because it's not a cheap thing to pick up, but. You don't have to spend a lot of money. I was looking at my local, yeah, local hobby store. I found one in Iowata for 150. So. Nice. Iowata is pretty good. Captain Socks. Yeah, talk to me, Captain Socks, and I'll uh, I'll send you some Amazon to get you a, uh, a, a an absolute solid setup for pretty cheap, actually. So I, I I picked one up when I was in England, but it was just it was a single action, and the one I used last night was double action, and so I. Uh, uh, Figured, uh, I, I was, I, I didn't want to get, I was scared to get into it because it was a single action. But last night using that double action, I was just like, holy crap, this is a whole, whole lot easier. So, yeah, oh yeah. So I already have a compressor and everything. I just need to get a, a double action gun itself. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, 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 I can, I can still get you some good information. That nice. Really good, solid one that I like. That I think is pretty cheap. Okay. Um. Yeah. George has something he wants to show off and talk about. Yes. So another Kickstarter. Uh, you were interested in Bruce, but the shipping made it uh, uh, not really an option for you. It was like uh, double or triple the cost from memory. Yeah, uh, I got my lovely dice tower. Um, oh, nice. Yes. So uh, here's the in- internal view there, socks. Oh, that that's pretty cool. How it's kind of spiraled. Right, and then and then they exit out here. So yeah, um, and then it's like it's not a solid piece. And then here's the actual tray that, you know, the dice fall into. So now it all, it's shipped and I pulled it out of the box literally like this, Bruce. I pulled it out of the box like this. Not. So this, this is probably why the shipping was so exorbitant to get it to you. On the one hand, I opened this box, I pulled it out, and I have a, I have a very nice-looking dice tower. Yeah. On the other hand, though, too, for the majority of us, you know, talking here and whatnot, there's no reason why we can't go through and build this, too. Yeah, I, I, that's kind of something I said to you privately, is that, I mean, it's cool that they're sending them out that way, but yeah, they could have offered a cheaper alternative for those that were willing to build it themselves. No, uh, they probably no, would have made more money if they did. Yeah, now here's my one complaint. Yeah, because they wouldn't have to pay people to assemble it. Yeah. So here's my one complaint. So there's little little pockets right here on the dice output to store dice that you know yep. are not in use. Here's my one complaint. You ready? Yep. 
I don't see what the complaint is. Ah, oh, there's nothing holding it there. It's just a frame, though. Yeah, I, there could have been like a little support piece or something like that, make it a little more. Look right there on your camera. Oh, jeez, child. <laughs> the kid is putting a tape on top of my head. Kids do. Uh, he is your child. Luckily, all mine are in bed, so they don't—they won't be doing that right now. Yeah. Uh, can you go put that on my hobby bench for me, please? Thank you, Sam. So, um, let's see. I already talked about uh, increasing the space on my um, workstation for another thing of paints. Yeah. Um, oh, so uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug this guy because uh, he's he's pretty cool. Uh, Henrik Hobbies, um, little, little local, well not local, but a, a tiny little uh, outfit. Sell scale seventy five and all that stuff and everything. Yeah. Uh, I got the wooden leather and I got the skin scale seventy five sets from him. You know. Oh, that's what you were getting that from. Okay. Yep. Yes. And each shipment came in a handwritten little postcard. card. See, I'm handing the little card right there. Nope, not that one. The white one. Now, th this is cool right here. Came in both shipments. Oops, let me do this. Oh, nice. A handwritten card saying, thank you for your business. Yeah, I like that. So, oh, and a lollipop. He sent a lollipop, too. <laughs> um, nice. That's about it for me for hobby. I haven't had much of a chance. Um, things are things are getting in a position where uh, I think I'm going to be able to start sitting down doing some more stuff. Uh, I've, I've been preoccupied with building kitchen cabinets. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, that, that's been taking a lot of, of my time and focus. So, what have you been working on, Bruce? Um, I've been working on a few things. So, I'm gonna unblock. I'm gonna unblur my background. Oh, I was gonna say you did that on purpose. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, this is in a clear resin, so it's gonna be a little bit difficult to show off. But I finally have these are the rat ogres from the Battle Bits. I can't remember what he changed the company name to. Um, I have the rat ogres printed out i will have to paint these and show them off properly um but size wise like just off my hand like they are perfect scale for rat ogres yeah that's because yeah skaven's about what up to the skaven oh, yeah, would that's, be that's a... yeah they both come from the same kit they are both completely different uh i could chop and change parts and make them look unique um my plan is to obviously build a lot more of these uh, are you printing those or are you ordering those? No, they're 3D printed. From, 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 your, from your printer? Yep. From my new printer, which I'll get to in a minute. I also have the Abyssal Dwarf Hellfame, finally. Ooh. I got this at an insanely cheap price. Uh, this is, is it... like a $100 mini, and I got it for $55. Uh, AU? Australian, oh. yep. Okay. I have two boxes of the Abyssal Dwarf Black Souls Regiment. Uh, this can build either Black Souls or whatever they call their gun people. I can't think what they're called right now off the top of my head. Uh, I got... No, they're called something else. I should know. Um, I got those for $30 each. It's normally a $45 box or so. I don't remember the exact price of those. Uh, I was trying to do an unboxing of those when I discovered that my microphone had died. Uh, that's actually how I found out because I couldn't figure out why because my video, my audio died like 10 minutes into my thing. So there was originally an unboxing of these of me taking the wrapper off and looking at the sprues and everything and only about three to four minutes of me talking and everything else was silent. I was very upset. It's called a voiceover, Bruce. Yes, very difficult to do if you don't have a microphone. Yeah. 
Also, side note, I was just looking at the uh, the, the lovely mug you jerks got me. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, 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 this image right here, I actually saw this on one of the Marine pages I follow on Facebook. Some some guy got that tattooed on his calf. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I was looking at it like, wait, no, that looks yeah. I can't remember what page it was, but yeah, someone someone got that tattoo on their calf, and the 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 page comment was just like, who did this? Like, <laughs> um. So our Patreons, in theory, should have known for a good week or two now that my 3D printer died. Um, I had been waiting for a replacement screen for it, for uh, which is actually that's normal because it's a consumable part. Um, the the screen that I received to replace it was faulty, um, unfortunately. But when taking it back apart the second time, I actually broke a cable to the touch screen that you use to control the thing. So I actually killed my printer by taking it apart, trying to figure out why it wasn't oh, working. No. Yeah. So I've purchased a new one. I purchased one of the mono screen ones, the more powerful ones that we discussed a few oh, episodes did ago. You? Well, it's the same price now, so I'd, I'd be silly not to buy that one. Um, I also, however, received an order from this company. Geek Gaming Scenics is the English guy that makes his own scenery stuff. He's got a really, really big YouTube channel. Uh, is it Luke something? I can't think what his name is. I suspect that that's JP telling me what his name is. Yeah, that glue is awesome. Yeah. Um, I've got the spray one as well. But of course, I have actual basing material. That's the modeling compound, which I actually ordered by mistake. I, I added it to the cart and then thought, actually, I don't know if I'm going to use that. Maybe I don't need that yet. But then I forgot to delete it. But that's fine. Oh, other news too. I'm still waiting for it. Um, but the uh, frost effect from Green Stuff World is on its way to me. Yes, nice. It's been out for delivery since the fifth, but I looking at it, it left Spain on the fifth. So yeah, technically in their eyes, it's out for delivery. So this is their base ready patchy planes. I'm going to be using that for my Wild West Exodus. I have some coca. I mean snow. Sorry, but it, it's white powder inside a bag. It looks like cocaine. Uh, this is my snow powder. That will be for Frostgrave, obviously. Um, this is the Tiger Hillsides, or Taiga Hillsides. That's going to be for my Bushido. And I have decided that I am going to completely rebase my Kings of War uh, from scratch. Um, just because... I mean, I actually... I, it's not that I don't like the way that it is now, but there's a couple of items that I have that I want to recreate because they're very, very fragile. And if I'm going to do that, I'm going to I'm going to simplify the scheme a bit. So this is a volcanic rubble, essentially, volcanic island they call it. So, so Bruce, essentially, what you do have those? You got yourself a bag of uh, cosplay for uh, Tony Montana. Um, sure. Scarface, Al Pacino, cocaine. I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think what does Scarface have to do with Volcanic Island? It's like, I don't remember that scene. <laughs> oh, Who was that that snorted? Was that you, George? <laughs> that, was, that was me. <laughs> if you get me good, I start a snaggling. Um, this morning when I was washing my Red Ogus, I accidentally kicked over my IPA bottle. And about two and a half litres of IPA went over my carpet, which was lovely. I have 
since used three towels to mop it up. Uh, and I had a headache for about an hour and a half. It's lovely. Uh, the entire house smells of IPA. Uh, but otherwise, that's been my hobby. <laughs> you know how you solve the problem with IPAs, Bruce? Uh, not that kind of IPA. Don't drink IPAs. No, it's the um, isopropyl alcohol. Oh, oh. Yeah. I was thinking IPAs, like the, the, the terrible like goblin beer. beers. IPA is not that bad. You gotta, you've got to yeah. like it, though. You're not a fan of hoppy beer, obviously. No, no, no. So I, I, I think that like uh, IPAs are like uh, some people have a genetic marker that makes the cilantro taste like soap. I think some people are like that with IPAs where it tastes like pine salt. So I have no taste like that. I, 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 the IPAs just taste like pine to me. So interesting. Okay. Um, Captain Sox, you, you hadn't really had a chance to do much. You were saying, Bobby Wise. Yeah, other than my uh, droid tank that I just airbrushed last night, uh, I've been spending the last two weeks off of work, spending time with the family since I've been back, uh, yeah. trying to do as much as I can. But now that I'm back to work, and uh, I'll probably be doing some more stuff, because I got, actually, speaking of hobby stuff, uh, I got my hobby closet back. So my daughter, that we moved into my hobby closet while she was still waking up in the middle of the night, has recently yeah. moved out, and so I have my hobby closet back. So I was just setting up my table, actually. Uh, earlier this week to uh, start actually painting more often. So I'll actually be getting into that a lot more now, which I'm happy about. Yeah, you should be. Very you much get so. your, your, your hobby space back. Apparently Thunderboy has finished 18 Necron Warriors, three bases of Scarabs, which he wrote as Scarabs. They're Scarabs, Thunderboy. Uh, and, a Royal Th- and a Royal Warden. He's currently working on some more Aeronautical Imperialis. Uh, the four Thunderbolts, I'm guessing that's a type of ship for Aeronautical Imperialis. Uh, so he's um, and I want to say he also. Uh, I saw Facebook got um his high caliber stuff painted too. Yeah, he's been working on that for a little while. I oh, that's a good point. I've received mine. Speaking of things I've received, you two talk for a yeah. second. I'm coming back. Oh wait, no, I don't need to. Okay, yeah, you two talk for a second. I need to. Uh, I need to fix something. Okay, well, Bruce fixes something. Um, I am looking for the airbrush for Captain Socks. Yeah, what do you what do you use? What setup do you have, uh, George? I have a I have a Peche Talon. I think I saying that right. Um, part of the reason why I like it is it has interchangeable nozzles, so you can get like you know you can run through a um like some thick you know like airbrush primer and just blast it through the nozzle, no problem because you know you can get up to a nice big nozzle on it. You know it comes with it. Or you can uh, get all the way down to uh, a 0.25 millimeter. Oh, nice. Ooh, there's two versions. There's a new one. What's the difference? Oh, no, nothing's nothing's changed about the uh, about the uh, nozzle sizes. So um, <clears throat> I like it because it comes with the uh, the nozzles. So you got like three different sizes, and it's a, a poultry 127. Um, I like it because I. Like so I can shove a uh, airbrush primer through the the large nozzle, no problem. But then I can put in the uh, 0.25 millimeter and get some you know, some some good detail and highlighting stuff going with it. Okay, screw it. I'm just gonna try and cheat. I meant to upload some photos of the bases that I got for Drop Fleet, which we have discussed Alan's bases before on the Hot LZ let's, and when I was ordering. Let's, let's let's move this to a. So on oh. the right of screen. You can see the ones that I attempted to create myself with some Dow and some MDF. And on the left of screen, you can see the ones that Alan has created and that we have been kind of praising for years now. Um, 
as someone that now has them in hand, I can definitely say they are 100% better than the original bases. Um, definitely better than the Tower ones I created. The ones I created were just awful. Um, I mean, the, the idea in theory worked, but it didn't work in practice. Um, that's the smaller versions, uh, because for those that have not played Drop Fleet Commander, there's two different base sizes. Um, yeah, I'm beyond happy with those. Um, the reason it's taken me so long to get them is because postage to Australia costs stupid amounts of money, which is not Alan's fault. Uh, Alan being Laser Forge, Laser Forge Minis, just for the record. Um, so he did, he did a deal where if you ordered a certain amount, that he would cover postage. Um, so I ordered that and got them in the mail. He was very nice to slip me some high caliber as well. Um, very, very happy. Very, very happy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my the, the high. Go ahead, Kit Sauce. My compressor already has a moisture trap on it already from because I was in England when I got it. So, well, I'll, I'll talk to you uh, after yeah, we show off camera play. about that. So, um, yeah, so the one thing when, when I got my stuff that Alice, Alan was uh, super good about, like, was are the ships in one piece? Did they break? So I, I know that's probably been a, a huge uh, worry and concern for him. Yeah. Um, I, I, I unfortunately, um, uh, the, 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 the bases for the ship. Yeah. Like, all of mine got shifted over, but, like, the, the movement pieces, those are still fine, but, like, all the markings on the bases got shifted over, so some of them... He's, he's got some more on the way to me. Oh, okay. But, I haven't actually looked yeah. at those on mine yet. My, mine, for that, haven't been even opened yet. I will be doing so, that at some point. I just haven't had the time. Yeah, his his laser laser forge stuff there on his tokens and stuff is, is top-notch premium, yeah. I will say. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I think that's it. Uh, yeah, we got a little bit game talk here, Thunderboy. Uh, that's last week, so I didn't delete it. Oh, that was the conversation about what to do in the um. Unless okay, yeah. So with Poldercon, they're currently filming and trying to come up with ideas of other games to play. Uh, the conversation that me and George had had was do what you were passionate about, essentially. Maybe um, ignore the stuff that doesn't need the attention, like 40k and Age of Sigma, but. Right. We were kind of, well, we were specific, but it, it, it's kind of generic as well, I suppose. We didn't suggest yeah. any particular games, but showing off the games that you're passionate about and that need a bigger audience in your area was basically what we were suggesting. Is there anything that you could think to add to that, Sox? No, I think it's good that you you mentioned those those smaller games, those those niche games. I mean, especially because uh, Victory at Sea just just got rebought by uh, Warlord Games from Mongoose Publishing, uh, and just now they just announced the Italian fleet. And so yeah. it's good to see these older games get republished by newer companies or or, or more well known companies. Um, and so they don't, if if people aren't showing those off, they're not going to see that those when these new games are coming out. So uh, it's definitely great when people are, are putting those in, as demo in conventions yeah. and not. You don't need to advertise 40k and Age of Sigma because they essentially sell themselves uh, because the player base is that that big that you don't need to show people the game. They already know it. Um, well, if they're interested in the hobby, they already know it. Um, at this particular point in time, the only upcoming event we have is still the current Drop Zone and Drop Fleet Unit and Terrain Design Competition. You've got five days left for the deadline on that. 20th of November is when that competition ends. So it's a challenge to create a new unit type 
or some rules for a terrain type uh, to work with the game. There is a separate competition for both Drop Zone and Drop Fleet. So you don't have to come up with something for both. You can come up with something for one or the other, or both, I suppose. Um, yeah. Um, thank you for those that continue to support us. You can find us on patreon.com slash gettingtabled. Uh, for just $2 a month, you can support what we're doing and help us continue to grow and develop our technology and improve our quality of videos and stuff. Um, if you're looking for any of the information we're sharing, facebook.com slash gettingtabled. Uh, we do have a Twitter, which we used to reach out to a couple of people in the community recently. Well, I did. Um, at gettingtabled. It's also at gettingtabled for Instagram, which we need to use more. Uh, and the website is gettingtabled.weebly.com. I've used the Instagram. Good. I think I'm the only one that's used the Instagram. I think so. I've used it. <laughs> um, if by chance someone received a DM from our Twitter asking for if they were okay with us discussing a subject, I just want to publicly state that it was us that reached out to you, not somebody pretending to be us. Uh, we will discuss that topic in a couple of episodes once things have heated down. Assuming that, like I said in the message, you are comfortable with us doing so. Uh, for those that are wondering what we're talking about, I'm being vague on purpose. There's been a couple of toxic things happening in the community lately that we would like to cover in depth because it's something we'd like to help stop happening. Um, otherwise, play more games. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For listening to Getting Table. Music used in this podcast was created by Eric Mataris at soundimage.org.